Last time on The Cellcast, the animated series. Mm-hmm. We are Pac-Led. We are honest traitors. <laughs> yeah. We are going to destroy you, Enterprise. We're not the Enterprise. Price. Oh, no. There's a second Enterprise. <laughs> it's like, yeah, all you see is space debris. Yes. And referencing, I, would, I personally think, the destruction of Alderaan and... Star Wars: A New Hope. Like, no, no, no! You, you forgot. You forgot what this is. We need to use someone who's incredibly smart, but has absolutely no conscience for the be- be- the betterment of, of his of, of his fellow people. I don't remember the exact thing. Something like that. And then you see him, Rutherford, go into the holodeck. It's like, oh no, Badgie <laughs> is back. I know. I'll upload it into my memory. I'm thinking, a, don't. Yeah, don't B, do that, bro. Don't. C, don't. <laughs> D, you're going to pretend to be Data, aren't you? Crap. And he goes in and starts going to... It's like, wait a minute, it's slowing to a crawl at 97%. Why is that? And then Badgie's hologram shows up and says, it won't finish until I until you're dead. <laughs> That's why are you doing this, bitch? Because you killed me, father. You snapped my neck. And then you get the, the arrival of the Titan. It's like, And oh it's not my. just the arrival of the Titan, which is cool. No. You get played in full the movie, the TNG movie version of the of the Next Generation uh-huh. theme song, played as if it's a hero's arrival, and that it is, and it is. It's like this is stinking awesome. I've never heard <laughs> this theme song played like this. Ray, we're wrong. Okay, this progress is a part of. Christian Reek Central Network. And Christian Reek Central Rock Rock. Hey, Scoop, what are you doing, man? I don't know. I'm supposed to be reading an ad. <laughs> All right, hold on. Give me give me it. Okay. <laughs> All right. This podcast is part of the Christian Geek Central Network at ChristianGeekCentral.com. Welcome to the Cellcast, the animated series. Joining me today is a man who just had to wear an ask off after coming out of a, an animated series. Welcome, Drew. Well, doesn't it make me look better? Maybe. <laughs> Why, thank you. And joining me today is a man who, he just wanted a television. That's all he wanted. Welcome, Jacob. It was free. Why not? <laughs> And she was a Fair pretty enough. girl anyway. Come on, Fair man. Fair enough. I, I, I got a pimple like in my, kn- my man cave. Come on. What I still would love to know is how they got that TV in the back of that Camaro. It's called TV magic. I don't care. <laughs> it's called physics. <laughs> well, we, they definitely we, could have put it in the trunk. I mean, maybe later when you get into Scooby-Doo land, you could have made that work. But they weren't there yet. All right, how are you doing? How are you doing this afternoon? I'm good, Jacob. How are you doing, man? I am doing Scooby-tastic. <laughs> so why don't you tell us what we're reviewing today? All right, guys. Hey, we are doing something very unique. We're doing a one shot right now. Uh, both me and Drew have just watched uh, Scooby Natural, which is part of the Supernatural TV series from the CW. Mm-hmm. This is from season thirteen, episode nine. Hint called. Scooby Natural. Indeed. 
I have never watched a single episode of Supernatural <laughs> before this point. So, yeah, I'm coming into this about as blind as a bat. Ah. Uh. <laughs> well, I've I've watched several episodes of, Sco- of a Scooby Natural. Supernatural. And obviously I love Scooby Doo cuz hey, I can do Scooby Doo voices, so why not? <laughs> yeah. And, uh so I thought this was a perfect kind of in between uh we just finished the season finale or series finale season finale season finale season finale of Star Trek Lower Decks yes thank you you took the words right out of my mouth sorry (laughs) you're good uh so that was fantastic go so go check out that episode that was a really good episode Mm -hmm. and uh yeah it's on CBS All Access so go check it out yeah um so we are doing this in between episode and uh, I thought it'd be very fitting. And then we're going to get into our next, our next series, which we'll reveal at the very end of the episode. Well, it is very fitting, considering if I've figured this up right, this episode will come out the week of uh, the Halloween. Yes, so, so it, it fits perfectly. Yeah, it does. I mean, like it's it's got that, you know, it's got the 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 spooky and the supernatural. Mm-hmm. And it's Scooby Doo. So yeah, yeah, it's it's the best of both worlds. Indeed. <laughs> All right. Trivia? Trivia. Thank you. All right. So let's get into a little trivia, shall we? And perhaps a synopsis of the writer and the director. Pilot control. <laughs> All right. So let's get into the synopsis. So Dean, Sam, and Cassia are transported to the animated world of Scooby-Doo, where they join forces with the Scooby game to solve a ghostly mystery, which turns out to be a real ghost. Well, yeah, that's the entire point of Supernatural from what I gather. Yes, it is. (laughs) All right, so let's get to a little trivia. Well, uh, who wrote and directed this thing? Oh, yeah, of course. Thank you. All right, so the episode originally aired March 29, 2018. It was written by Jeremy Jeremy Adams and Jim Kegel, directed by Robert Singer. So this is the first episode where Supernatural crosses over with another series. This episode where Dean, Sam, Cassiel are transported into a night of fright is no delight from the Scooby-Doo episode, Where Are You Serious? Which I went back and watched because yeah. I was... The thing is, this is not the first time I've watched something where one show crossed over with a specific episode of another yes. show. Because, you know, bring Star Trek back into this. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was an episode of Star Trek Deep Space Nine called... Uh, trials and tribulations mm-hmm. that went back to the original series episode, the trouble with tribbles kind of the same thing, except yeah. they did not have to fully remake all of the other scenes oh, okay. of the old episode. That makes sense. Like they had to here. Mm-hmm. And I was just curious how they matched up. Yeah. Turns nice. out. Loosely, yeah, very loosely. It's very it's, loosely. Yeah, it's, it's very loosely based, very loosely based on the first episode of like, Scooby Doo. Where are you? Like maybe five minutes. Of oh yeah, total total time of the Scooby Doo episode is actually reflected exactly with this, and it's not even in the art style. It's the fact that you've got uh, cousin simple, mm-hmm. cousin normal, or sorry, nephew normal. Uh, Sweet cousin Maldehyde and cousin uh, Sleazy? Something like that. Something like that. Something like that. And 
and they are they and Scooby Doo are there because uh, they all are there for to pick up a inheritance if they yeah. spend the night in this house. Yeah, and Scooby Doo got it because it was remembered in the will simply because he saved the the general from or sorry the colonel colonel he saved Colonel Sanders from a uh, from f- f- dying in a lake or something like that in a, in a pond in a pond. That's the entire reason they're even there. Of course, in the original episode, sorry, not to jump on your parade, oh, they're actually good. on an island in the middle of what I'm assuming is a bayou. I would presume so. Because uh, in, in in this episode, they are literally in the Scooby-Doo house from the opening sequence. Yes. Uh, the, go, the, the monster in this, the design of the monster is uh, stays in its full ghost form and does not use the shadow form that is present for over half of yeah. the uh, the original Scooby-Doo episode. And the Fred's trap at the end does technically include bubbles and a washing machine at the end. Mm-hmm. And it's a washing machine of the same design, granted. Mm-hmm. So okay. at least there's that. But at the same time, they the Scooby Natural did not involve the uh, washing machine somehow taking off and flying all around the island because Scooby put it in reverse, the fan in reverse, because <laughs> there's not a fan in this. Also, you don't get to see the Confederate flags down in the cave underneath the mansion either. Oh, okay. Where they end where they end up at one point. Oh, okay. But I, I will say, not, not to jump too far into this you're good art style wise i mean they had to reanimate a large portion of this even though i would have loved to have seen it still be the 60s era cheaply made animation yeah that would have been a nice touch and we do get at least a little bit of that with the dancing loop at the very beginning mm-hmm. when they first go into the diner so we do get at least get some of that but for mm-hmm. the most part this is a very modern look of scooby-doo in oh, fact yeah the only way I can rationalize this in my mind is they didn't go back to the Scooby-Doo Where Are You episode. They went to a unmade remake of that Scooby-Doo episode where they kept most of it but changed it to better fit some setting on some censor setting on Cartoon Network. I'm assuming Cartoon Network. <laughs> so that they don't have to show, you know, Confederate stuff. Just one little thing is like, oh, it's all the money is fit is, is worthless because it's all Confederate money. It's like that doesn't even make sense in the 1960s. <laughs> but anyway, that, that is true. But uh, so getting a little more trivia, when Sam burns the pocket knife and puts the ghost kid to rest, he disappears in a combination of the usual way and the peaceful manner seen when spirits are convinced to move on or rather rather than a salt or burn or burn happening the boy goes from flames but the flames change into a ball of ball of light and rises above rises upwards during okay. all right so during the hallway scene i didn't i didn't i didn't even catch this oh yes yeah during the hall hallway the classic scooby-doo oh yeah gag yeah but did you did you see a certain character yes i saw scrappy Doo. oh there. my gosh i, I, I didn't I, even I, see in it fact, i'm watching and going Wait a minute, wait a minute. Back up, back up, back up. Did I just see what I saw? Yep, you saw Scrappy-Doo. Yep, there's Scrappy-Doo. And it's 
it's not the the modern design of Scrappy Doo. It's an updated version of the original Scooby Doo design. Mm-hmm. Scrappy Doo design. All right. So, also going into a little more supernatural, uh, the Winchesters, which is the brothers' names, mm-hmm. Sam Mi- and Dean. Sam and Dean. Yep. Yeah. Uh, mentioned their belief that Gabriel was de- Gabriel is dead, calling him the trickster. This is the name he was known by them in, until season five, episode Changing Channels. Okay. Yeah. I just assumed Loki showed up when they were saying that, so... <laughs> No, 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 not quite. And how many times Loki has died? Yeah, that's true. Both well, in Marvel and in the uh, mythology. Well, also in Supernatural, I'll be like most of these characters have died and come back to life multiple times. Right. <laughs> All right. So apparently, on the Supernatural season thirteen DVD featurette, a deleted scene of the episode where. Where a disgusted Cassiel, Shaggy, and Scooby serve a ghost dinner, ending ending with Cassiel sprinkling the ghost with salt. A ghost weakness, it becomes enraged, forcing them to drop their disgust and flee. Shaggy says, You've got me. Who's got you? In a... Line is lifted directly from Super- Superman 1978, following a no, followed by Cassiel adopting the iconic Christopher Reeves flight pose. Yeah, that would have been awkward. Yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> but yeah, that's all I got in trivia. So one thing I thought was interesting mm-hmm. is that while the story is mostly lifted from uh, an episode of Scooby Doo. Where are you? Yeah, the plot line feels like it's pulled more from uh, the general flow of an episode of the new Scooby Doo movies because you have a special special guests. Yeah, that affect uh, that are celebrities and affect the and change how the show would normally go because you've got them there. Right, you do have a music video segment. About three quarters of the way through the through the, episode. and it's the original theme. It is the original theme, which I appreciate, even though I think some of the montage there didn't work. But I mean, it, you go back to the original episode; they were not doing stuff like that. No, in that time, they did not. I don't think they started that till the new Scooby Doo movies. Yeah, but anyway, and they really got into it with pup named Scooby Doo. But right. that's all beside the point. <laughs> Yeah, the the one thing I when I heard about this episode, because there again I wasn't watching per se Supernatural, but I had a lot of friends and family who were just like, "Dude, Supernatural is the best thing ever," and um, so I heard about it and I watched all the trailers, and so I finally got around to actually downloading the episode. And tell you what, I was giggling my head off. I didn't know who uh, Cassiel was. Cassiel is actually he's an angel. He's a fallen angel. Who apparently now is a Seraphim? Seraphim. Seraphim. Thank you. And uh, he kind of helps Dean and Sam out every once in a while, or primarily a lot. Um, so there was a lot of references that I didn't, you know, go into. 
but they do have a lot more references to Supernatural, which I didn't, I'm not, that information I'm not privy to. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love the fact that, like, you have Dean and Sam, and then eventually Cassiel are pulled into the world of Scooby-Doo. And so they make it their mission to, like, as Dean says early on, be like, these these guys are innocent. Be like, they don't need to, they don't need to, they don't need to know the, about the world of the supernatural, that they're real mm-hmm. ghosts or what have you. But as the story progresses, we realize, oh, the ghosts are real. And this be like, be like where you find in more traditional Scooby-Doo episodes where, oh, it's a guy in a mask. It's a real estate dealer. Which and is, it was a real estate it dealer. It was a real estate dealer at the very end. said the line at the end. Yeah. I would have gotten away with it, too, if it weren't for you meddling kids. Ah, he said it. He said it. <laughs> he said it. Oh, gosh. Just the, 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 the great time you see Dean trying to... Uh, how do I say that? <laughs> I don't know. Dean is constantly hitting on Velma. Daphne. 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 Yeah. Dean is always hitting on Daphne. Daphne. I think it's yeah. Sam who's all who keeps getting hit on by Velma. That is true. That was a nice little turnaround. Yes. Because you you never see Velma, uh, Velma ever like she's all about science and proof and mm-hmm. everything. You never be like she's jinkies all the time, but be like you never she's not like romantically interested in anybody. <laughs> Right. And so she finally gets like, oh, she finally gets the guy at the very end. It's like how uh, Dean says at the very end to be like, yeah, it's always the quiet ones. Mm-hmm. And I enjoyed this episode. The The fact would be like, we just reviewed uh, Scoob not long ago yes. for the for the regular cellcast. And uh, I love it that in this episode, we actually get more of a, a uh, traditional Scooby. Be like it's it's voiced by Frank Welker. It's, yeah, so it's still Frank Welker, but he's he's not having to talk as much, yeah, which helps, yeah, a lot. Don't get me wrong, Frank Welker is a great actor, but Scooby Doo is not meant to have all the. We talked about this in the episode, yeah, but he's not meant to talk like a normal person talks, right? And for whatever reason, during the filming of Scoob, his voice is about three or four notes higher than it would than Scoob normally is. Yeah. And of course, the only reason Frank Walker is even having to do Scooby in this is because, or he w- would be the, the, he is the one doing it is because, uh, yeah. Casey Kasem was, a uh, had passed long before this episode came out. Well, Casey Kasem didn't do Scooby. But Casey Kasem. Did no, he Scooby. did Shaggy. Hmm. Matthew Lillard though was doing Shaggy. Yeah. Matthew Lillard is doing Shaggy in this one. Yeah, and Matthew Lillard was Shaggy in the original, wasn't he? Hang uh, on. Are you? I'll be like you're. You're referring to the TV show, right? Yeah, Scooby Doo. Where are you? No, he like he he I'm replaced this it. up. I'm looking this up. Yeah. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm no. just saying I was under the impression Casey Kasem was Scooby and Matthew Lillard was Shaggy. Hmm. I have Casey, been Casey. wrong. Be- Four and I'll be wrong again. Yeah, Casey Kasem originally did Shaggy in the original Wait, series. Wait, Matthew Lillard's the one in the live action one. Yes, it? and also he never mind. Yeah, 
Matthew Litter also was. Uh, He's he is the second. He is the better of the two, in my opinion, than Casey oh, okay. Kasem. I got. Gotcha. I know that's contradictory. Now that I've said that, because that. You realize, I thought that was Matthew Lillard all the way back then. It's like, no, oh, no, no, no. Matthew Lillard uh, is like. Yeah, he's new. I forget this. He's new. Mm-hmm. He was hired for the live action movie and he's continued it. Okay. Yes. More on that in two weeks or one week. The week that you're hearing this, I think. Anyway. All right. Very interesting. Uh, you, you mentioned about Ch- or, uh, Matthew Lillard. The, the fact be like. I was watching behind the scenes thing. They clipped like a bunch of things from like cons or what have you. And. Uh, um, I'm probably going to butcher his name to death, but, uh, Jared Pilecki, 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 thank I you. Think. Yeah, it's Pilecki, thank you. <laughs> Sam. Sam, the guy who plays Sam. You realize <laughs> I know this because I was, I listened to a episode of another podcast called, uh, Nobody's Listening. Yeah. From way back when this show was new. Yeah. And someone had told a story of them, of them in middle school or high school having a crush on Jared Padalecki as Sam from Supernatural. Oh, okay. I go, I didn't realize the show went on this long. <laughs> this episode I'm listening to is 10 years old. Anyway. All right. So, uh, Jared Padalecki had uh, originally uh, went up for an audition to play Scooby in the original live action movie, mm-hmm. but lost out to uh, Don Messick. Don Messick. Is the original Scooby Doo. Oh, okay. That just to- looked that up. Okay. That totally makes sense. Um, which once again explains why the mountain they everything happens on is Messick Mountain. Mm. Moving on in <laughs> Scoob, I mean. Yeah, but uh, yeah, but but ultimately he lost out to uh, Matthew Lillard, Lillard, which Matthew Lillard killed it, and he's he's done Scoob uh, Shaggy ever since, except for Scoob. Well, yeah, but that's because everyone but Scooby do their recast. Yeah. Which they shouldn't have done. I, gr- I agree with you on that. It's just, that they, was they were doing annoying. they were doing stunt casting as always with animated movies, which can annoy me. Yeah, agreed. Whew. Yeah, this was it was a fun episode. It was um kind of a breath of fresh air to see our the Scooby Gang put into a situation they're not used to. They're they're like you said earlier, yeah. the fact that they were. Well, I mean, we've talked about this on like back way, way, way back when we reviewed Scooby Doo on Zombie Island. Yeah, exactly. The concept of the Scooby Gang having to deal with real monsters mm-hmm. existed has existed for a long stinking time. Agreed. This is the only one I actually believed the responses. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because you know, you go back to in Scooby Doo. Where are you? Where are you? Uh, Scooby Doo on Zombie Island, at least. They were scared, but for the most part, it was still. If we got to fix, they were still on the ball as the Scooby Gang. They their world was not rocked that much. Yeah, unlike by this the movie. realization that you know, the zombies and the cat women are real. Yeah. <laughs> because in a way, it was still a Scooby Doo mystery. Right. This, while it is a Scooby Doo mystery, they're having to deal with stuff that's like, oh my word, that is so not what we were expecting. Our world is completely rocked, and I love Fred. You mean all this time we could have been going? We've been going after real estate fraudsters when we could have been going after actual Dracula. <laughs> While well, he pounds to the yes. side of a tree. <laughs> oh, but and Velma is just like everything I know is wrong. wrong. <laughs> 
science is fantasy. Fantasy is reality. No! That's not what she says, but no, that's but essentially what's going on. Oh, my gosh. In her head. Yeah. But, oh and my, Daphne still yeah. won't have anything to do with Dean. No, she doesn't. She's completely <laughs> clueless. She's like, and for a change, She's, unlike in Scoob, but, be like, she actually likes um, Fred, and Fred's not a jerk in this movie. Yes. Fred actually acted like Fred. Exactly. I don't know what's so hard about this. Yeah. And everything past Scooby-Doo, where are you after they reintroduced him? Because it seems like everything, Emily, what I've watched is not yeah. everything. Right. Whatever I watched, it's like, oh, we got to make Fred the, uh, we got, obviously he's got to be the love interest of Daphne. He's going right. to be a jock. So he's going to be stupid. Yeah. Because of course all jocks are stupid. I disagree with this, considering my friend here is a jock. Okay. Was a jock. (laughs) You're on the football team. That counts. Okay. I I rode the pitch most of the time. Thank you very much. (laughs) And? I'm mostly messing with you. I know. Anyway. Uh, they, they make him stupid and make, like in Scoob, they make him fall in love with his car. Yeah. Which is stupid. Or, uh, in the movie that we're talking about and at the end of this week, when this comes out. Yeah. They just make, they give him to Freddie Prince Jr. who does the worst role I think he's ever done. Mm. Which is saying, which, which, and that's not saying a whole lot, but I like him in other stuff. Right. Anyway. Ugh. Ah. I think we've touched on nearly everybody. I, 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 I will say, I appreciate that with, uh, the minor characters from this episode, mm-hmm. they did, even though they did have to redesign them in order to fit the art style. Yeah. They were going with for this, for the, the more modern art mm-hmm. style. They at least kept the look of, and in many cases, the weird stiltedness of how they were placed in that scene originally, right. uh, with how they looked in the original episode, uh, especially cousin simple because cousin simple, <laughs> let's face it is a chimp. Yeah. Or it looks like a uh, looks like a chimp in a man's clothing, and they very easily could have decided that something like that might be a little insensitive, right? But for whatever reason, they kept the the design for it. I don't I, I don't feel it was insensitive myself. I can just see how other people would, because it's not the kind of cho- design choice you would make nowadays, right? But at the same time, I'm looking at these designs, and I'm still going. You go to this much trouble to have these characters, five characters that we see, mm-hmm. six if you count Colonel Sanders, right? Match the original designs from the episode, right? But modified to fit the art style, mm-hmm. and you couldn't have put this on an island like it was supposed to originally was. I mean, I know they need an excuse to walk out to the Camaro and get all their tools, yeah, because that could not have happened in the way the original episode was yeah. set up unless they got on the boat and went all the way back to shore, yeah, which they could have done, but I mean, it would it could have been connected by bridge, it could be, doesn't explain why in the original episode they went there by speedboat, but anyway. The original episode is a weird one anyway. Yeah. It's a good one. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. And I still have to ask why in that original episode, the five uh, coffins, four of them are normal. And one of them, for the dog, admittedly, is the goofy looking one. What's well, Scooby. <laughs> I know it's Scooby. But they could have used a regular coffin and it would serve the same job. 
Mm. The fake Scooby coffin would have been more expensive and harder to make than the other coffins. Too true. But anyway, that's just me being pedantic. <laughs> uh, so overall, what did you think about this episode? I mean, it was an enjoyable episode. It was a nice throwback to this original style. And as a standalone episode, without having to know anything about, you know, Supernatural, not having anything about Supernatural known before. Right. Uh, it explains the very base minimum it needs to explain to tell you what's going on. Mm-hmm. But without going overboard and going into all this other stuff, you never feel like you're lost. But you also don't feel like you've been a ton of information's being shoved at you. Right. So you can know what's going on, which they very easily could have done. Uh, as a, like I said, as a standalone, it works. I have no idea how it fits in context with the rest of the ep- show. But, I mean, it was a fun, interesting thing. It would be an interesting uh, thing to watch at, th- at Halloween. Yeah. Uh, I kind of wish it was on a separate thing so you could easily go easily more find it. True. Than having to search through 15 seasons and then go to the middle of the season to find this <laughs> one episode. But uh, that's not this episode's fault. In fact, I was thinking, I was hoping it was either at the beginning or the end of a season, which would have made it easier to find. But no, it's right smack dab in the middle of the season. Of course. Because they were, I guess they were just aiming for Halloween and it got, they had to put everything else around it. Um, I did think it was, uh, one little interesting thing I noticed when they're showing the flashback to Castiel getting, uh, Sucked in, in. Sucked into the TV? Yeah. Before that, he says he is coming back from the Tree of Life Mm -hmm. and says a couple other things. And when he gets sucked in, he drops the grocery bag Mm -hmm. that he's carrying. And did you see what was in the grocery bag? Apples. No. Pomegranates. Oh, they were pomegranates. They were pomegranates. That's right. Which is what generally most people think the, the... that's the right, fruit, yeah. The fruit of the Tree of Life actually more closely resembles. Thank you. Okay. I just thought that was an interesting thing. That was. That I noticed. That, that was very, very... You know what? That's a, that, that is a detail you did not have to follow through with. No, you didn't. I still had no idea who Castiel was. I just thought he was a third guy that happened to show up all the time, and it was like that till he healed Shaggy. I thought, maybe he knows more about those cartoon rules than I do. <laughs> Uh, also, how weird is it to see this era Scooby-Doo, even with an updated art style, with blood? Yeah, that was interesting. Yeah. I was like, whoa, okay, they really went serious with it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Anyway, that's all I've got. What do you think? All right, man, I enjoyed I enjoyed the fire out of this show. It was so fun. Uh, knowing a little, little bit about uh, Supernatural, uh, I've gotten through most of season one, and it is hilariously good. Uh, highly recommend it. Uh, probably some of some of our listeners who are supernatural fans. Oh, you forgot this and this and this and this. Well, if we forgot something, comment in the section down below uh, on and our Facebook or wherever. Maybe we'll bring it up later. Yeah, maybe we'll bring maybe. it up. Maybe. Um, so just comment down below. Uh, I enjoyed there again. I enjoyed the fire of it. There was just so many nuances and all these little tidbits of like how Scooby Doo used to be. With our modern cast and our the the modern animation, and um, putting putting our our Scooby Gang into a situation they're not used to, minus Scooby Doo and Zombie Island, this was a good episode. I loved it. It'll be like 
the the fact that you had the uh, the Winchester brothers who do the exact same thing except with a real ghost. And this was a fun little crossover that I hope they do in the future at some point. I know Supernatural is ending, but it doesn't mean they don't can't do another episode <laughs> or a you know a TV special or what have you. That would just be right. fun. I mean, other things that have lasted this long are still continuing to get TV specials. Exactly. I mean, uh, Psych went for nine seasons. Yeah. And they just recently put out a new movie. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's possible. I just can't imagine how expensive this episode was to make in comparison to all the others. Oh, I don't know how expensive the rest of the show looks, so. Yeah. Well, either anyway. Way, either way, I think this wraps up the this uh, special episode of uh, the Cellcast Animated Series. Uh, so tune in next next week. Yeah, next week. Yeah. So tune. All right. So tune in next week while when we review Thundercats 2011, aka the one everyone calls the anime one. True. Even though the original technically was anime, also. True. But at least it wasn't Roar. <laughs> we'll eventually get around to watching Roar to our dismay. I think I'm. I think you. I think I am more likely to not want to watch Roar than you are. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, because I. Well, we'll get there when we get there. Exactly. As we say in another another podcast. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Thank you so much, and uh, catch you next time. Son of a... Come, Jacob. We must prepare for next week. Prepare for what, Drew? Same thing we do every week, Jacob. Record a podcast! Oh, boy! So where can they find you, Jacob? They can find me on Facebook at Jacob B. Heron and Jacob's Daily Art Corner, my personal art Facebook page, on Twitter at Jacob B. Heron, on Instagram at Jacob B. Heron, and on Letterboxd at Jacob Heron. Where can they find you, Drew? Uh, you can find me on Facebook at Drew Dodgen. You can also find my Facebook page at Drew's Photo Bin, where I upload uh, my photography. You can also follow me on Letterboxd at GGeorge759 and Twitter at GGeorge759. Where can they find us, Jacob? You can also visit our website, thecellcast.podbean.com, where you will find every episode we released and links to listen to it on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Stitcher, our RSS feed. If we aren't in your favorite podcast app directory, please share, review, and subscribe to us there and share us with your friends. You will also find a link to our Facebook group, the Double Feature Podcast Community, where we talk about both animated and live-action movies. We share this with our other podcasts, which we do with Jacob's brother Jim, at uh, the Movie of the Week podcast, where we talk about live-action movies. You can also email us at thecellcastpodcast at gmail.com. Also, please like our page on Facebook. We try to post about upcoming movies. If you comment on that movie's post before we record, we'll read your comments in the episode. And remember, every time we say The Cellcast, that is with a single L. L.